Let's Extricate It. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Kate and I am here to help remove us from the places that we seem to get stuck and uncover the helpful in those moments. And I particularly just want to extricate us from situations that inhibit us from leading our lives in a fulfilling way. I am so glad that you're here. Today, I want to talk about values. This might seem like, oh, here we go again. We've, I've heard this one. Have you? Have you heard this one? Um, I think if we approach values in a different way, they'll be easier to establish and to maintain. So first, I just kind of want to talk about, like, most of the time when we ask the question, why, why do we lack good leadership? Or, man, why is this leader not really working for me? I think part of the time, the preferred style and practice of leadership isn't really appropriate for the situation that you're in, or there is a lack of values. And the way that I see values comes in like two parts. First, I think there's the value of self, and then there's the value set that actually guides our actions. Now, I think when we are missing either of those two key components for values, I feel like that's where we get in trouble in terms of leadership. And then I think if we even focus too much on this sense of self, that is where we find dangerous leadership. And I think I've always witnessed that firsthand, and I think we've all witnessed that firsthand, this idea of dangerous leadership. And I feel like we're kind of shifting into something a little bit better. And hopefully that's because we have this guiding set of values that we're always coming back to. So for me, I know I'm still kind of figuring out my values and I have some ideas and things like that, but what really kind of keeps me focused on my values is I go back to one of my classes in leadership where it was like week one, we were told leadership starts from the heart, which something so simple was said to us and I just thought whoa and then (laughs) and then there's more (laughs) wait there's more and then my professor went on to talk about values because you know we need to know our hearts and we need to know you know if we're going to lead we need to know ourselves we need to know our hearts and then he talked about values and he said a leader constantly investigates their espoused values and how they uphold them in their daily lifestyle He then went on and said, if you have an espoused value and you do not see that showing up in your life, then that's not your value. You need to go back to the drawing board and start over. And for whatever reason, that hit me like a ton of bricks. The clarity, the simplicity, and just like this moment of, oh my gosh, yeah, how can you say that you claim to have love as a value, but you're really short and frustrated with everybody you interact with. It really kind of, it took, it took me a moment to process. And then I started like looking around the room and was like, oh my gosh, did y'all hear that? (laughs) Are we hearing the same thing right now? Is everybody feeling the magnitude of that statement? Because it just, it, it floored me. And it's something that I frequently think about. It made me realize one, a leader is always self reflecting and self-evaluating. And that means taking care of that self-value portion. And it also means making sure that whatever we're claiming is actually coming to fruition, that there's fruit of our labor. So 
for me, that creates this two-part way of looking at values. I can look back and see how this lack of value really kept me stuck in an area that I was trying to get out of, but I couldn't because I never really saw the value in myself and I didn't have a set of values that I stuck to. Um, specifically in the, like the last year of my, my last relationship, I was stuck, so stuck. I think we both knew that it wasn't working, but we both didn't know like what to do about it, I think. And and personally, I think I had gone on and just kept kind of renegotiating my, my values and renegotiating my sense of self because I didn't know that it needed to exist, if that makes sense. And it just, uh, it just wasn't working and I was stuck. And th- somehow I kind of pieced that together, but in a really like far removed way. And in that last year... I started having really bad anxiety attacks where I would go, I would go to bed at night, I would sleep for maybe like half the night, and then I would suddenly like wake up into a panic attack. Like I had just ran a 5k, like super hard, like marathon man status, like heart beating out of my chest. And I didn't have a nightmare. I didn't have any kind of dream to kind of trigger it. And I would try to find the triggers and they weren't really like consistently like showing themselves. And it was really unnerving and I didn't know what to do. So I had decided to go to therapy just to see like what could happen, how it would help me. And it was in my therapy sessions that we we started to talk about sense of self and self-love and value. And my therapist at the time, he gave me steps to evaluate and make sure that I was putting myself in a healthy frame of mind. So he we discussed having like this checklist of making sure that I was eating three meals a day, because at the time I wasn't, and also making sure that I was getting enough sleep uh, every night, which at the time I wasn't, and then to also make sure that I was working out about three times a week just to regulate my body naturally, and I wasn't. So... That was like the plan of attack that he gave me. And I think that that's like the pretty foundational uh, checklist that therapists tend to give because those are the most overlooked. So I started implementing some of those and then uh, I, I was feeling okay about it. But then like then my relationship actually ended and I felt stripped of my identity. I felt like I had nothing left. I felt just completely broken and empty. And knowing what I know now, I think I can look back at that and go, yeah, I didn't have that sense of identity and that sense of self because I didn't have a healthy view for my self value. And I didn't have a a set of values that guided my life. If anything, I found myself constantly renegotiating so that I could keep this relationship in front of me because I was too scared to be out of it, because I pulled my value from title. And I think that is where we also get into big, big trouble. As soon as we find ourselves in a title, like CEO, owner of a company, husband, wife, uh, anything, any kind of title, daughter, like anything that we kind of strive for, I think 
we need to be really careful that we don't allow that title to suddenly create value. Like if anything, we need to be bringing our value to that title in order to fill it out well. And it took me, I think, about eight and a half years to start to treat myself like that, that I had that value to begin with and that, you know, I had to shift into putting myself in a healthy frame of mind. So when I look back at that relationship, I can see that I was constantly renegotiating my values and my worth because I was just trying to maintain what was going on in the moment. And it just, it wasn't healthy. And I know that I I brought a lot of like negativity and toxicity to that relationship because I just, I didn't have a good sense of self. And I didn't know how to properly stand up for myself if I needed to. And, and it wasn't just that relationship. Like during this point in time, it was also my other relationships. I had backed away from family. I had backed away from my really close friends. And I had stopped, you know, taking care of myself spiritually. And there was just a whole like mix of things that I just wasn't doing properly. And it was until I went to therapy that I kind of realized that. But now when I look back at like my leadership classes, like when I came to to sit down and make this episode, I was like, oh my gosh, look at the difference. Look at the shift. And this is incredible. And I, and I had that quote from my professor just ringing in my head. And it made me have to kind of evaluate. And I thought, oh, I think this needs to be talked about. <laughs> so here I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so that was like about maybe three years ago when that ended, I, I think maybe two and a half years ago. And when I look at that part of time, I see that my values weren't really like set well. I was trying, but they weren't set in the best way. And then when I look back at like a year and a half ago, I can see a change and a difference. So um, when, so let, let me backtrack just a little bit. When the relationship ended, I had no identity. I had nothing left for myself. Everything was broken. And it was just overall dark and intense. I then started going to therapy, started to keep myself in a normal, healthy state of mind with some help. I needed help for that. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. So if you feel like, oh, well, I need help. I don't want to ask other people for help. Just do it. You'll be better off. I promise. I then committed myself to going to the gym consistently. And I did that for about a year. I was going to the gym three to four times a week, every single week, hardly missing. And it was the best that had that I had ever felt in my body and in myself. And that really, I think, pushed me forward. And I was really enjoying life. And I had a friend who you know, came into my life at the time, like right, right when everything was shifting over and I was walking into my newfound freedom of singleness. And he was like, Hey, Kate, are you uh, thinking about going back to school? And I thought, no, psycho, I'm, I'm liking life right now. What are you talking about? Why would I do that to myself? School was never on the agenda. But he was like, I think school might be a good idea. And you know where I think you should go? I think this place is going to fit you. And I just looked at him like, are you insane right now? Why not? Why not like this thing? Or why not this? And I mean, I didn't tell him he was insane because he wasn't. He was the most helpful at the time. But it's only because of him that I'm actually on the road to completing my 
BA in communication studies. So that was about like a year and a half ago that I decided to do that. And then like earlier this year, I made a goal for myself. I actually, I think I made two and then I completed both of those. And I just, I feel like because I heard this conversation about values, I've been able to kind of piece together this like foundational part of leadership. So for me right now, I think that growth is my biggest value because that's where I'm finding actual like fruit of my labor (laughs) from it. That's where I see it coming up in life. I see a lot of like growth moments and like changed attitudes because I just see things differently. Um, And I think the other value that I'm really trying to practice, but I am still very, uh, (laughs) very spotty in it is authenticity. Um, Because that also, again, does speak to value. You have to be able to allow yourself to be who you really are and still value that, still value all that you're bringing to the table. And with that, I think I think it's safe to say that as we find ourselves consistently stuck in one place, we start to become increasingly more inauthentic with ourselves in that moment, which just kind of forces us to stay there. And because we're not honoring our value or honoring our set of values, we're just kind of like just really just stuck in that moment with no, no other option. At least that's how I feel that happened with me. So I feel like I've just been able to piece a lot of this together in a different way. And I feel like that is something that needs to be talked about more often. Like we should be able to be our authentic selves. And I think that's what we're craving the most right now. And I think it's what we're missing the most right now too. So, and especially in terms of leadership, for me, I always ask myself, um, okay, Kate, you say that you want to be a leader. How are you leading your life right now? What are you doing that is an active action of leading your life? That's how I keep myself in check most times. So I do find growth being something that I am achieving right now pretty consistently. Authenticity is still a little bit spotty and I'm trying to be brave too, but Quite frankly, that is overwhelming to me, Um, and I think I need to just kind of focus on authenticity first before I can add another value. And most of the time when we do talk about values in like an academic setting or even in like some of the books that I've read, it's good to, to pick five core values that you work in and out of. And I think what's important too is to pick the ones that really, I think, motivate you or really reflect who you are. And this idea of being able to swap them out and change them if you're not finding any kind of fruit from from your value, I think I think that's good. And I think it's even better if we take the time to write it down. So at any time like you switch it, change it, or refocus or anything, I think writing that down would be really helpful too because maybe in like a month or three, you can go back to that journal and look at, you know, what were the values I was trying, what wasn't working, what did... And what, what was the repeating moment there? I think the repeating moments really tell us if we are growing and they tell us if we're either, if, we, if we're doing so well that we need to keep going, that it's working, or that we haven't really got to the root of that issue. So we need to go back again and kind of work that out a little bit. So that might be like a helpful practice to have in like 
I don't know, every week or maybe every two weeks, every month. I know for me, I do kind of consistently have this annual like checklist in my head, like, okay, what were the goals? How did you do? And what's going to be different this year? So, and I think that that could be totally applicable to, okay, this month or okay, every two months or this week. I think that's something that's really doable. And hopefully that's something that more people will start doing because I think as soon as we start to get ourselves on track, we just create a ripple effect around us. For me, I think that's the whole goal of this thing right now. So that's how I view values. And, you know, mine are kind of changing. And I just want to encourage you to explore yours, to find the freedom first of who you are, acknowledging your value and your worth without any titles connected to that. And then to really kind of look at like, what, what do I value? What is really important to me that I want to extend to all people? Because I know that I'm excited to do this for myself as well too. And if you want to further connect with me and let me know what your game plan is, what your idea is, or if you have like a question or anything, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Let's Extricate It, K-A-I-T. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so, so grateful. And I will catch you in the next one.